Welcome into BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio with you. We'll check in with Ike Reese, former Pro Bowl linebacker, host at WIP in Philadelphia, coming up at 1020 Eastern. when We can talk, of course, some Eagles preview the NFC East as well. 1120 Eastern this morning. We've got Michael Felder from Stadium. He is terrific as we continue to preview the college Football season, we'll talk some NFL survivor strategy, and I know a lot of people interested in those types of pools. We'll preview the Giants-Eagles season. Curious about Joe G's thoughts on how to bet the Eagles this year. The MLB card, a Big Ten breakdown, lightning bets, and a bunch of NFL notes. How you doing, Joe G? I'm good, Joe. How are we doing? Late night last night, Phillies Dodgers decided to go with an hour 45 minute rain delay last night. And then uh, the game after that was uh, one sided to say the least. So with that delay though, it, it cashed a ticket for you because Scherzer was going to go over the K prop. Yes. That was my, my first thought when the rain delay hit was all right. Well, my first thought actually was what time am I actually going to get to bed tonight? And that was pretty late. My second thought was the starters are not coming out. Like once you get past that 45 minute hour range, even for veteran starters, the managers don't want to do it. Like they don't want to be the guy who gets the pitcher hurt because he warmed up again, you know, all those times. So once we got past an hour, I was like, oh, we're in the clear. Eight and a half. That's an under. That's a hit. Well, let's start with the game of the day. Dodgers Phillies with the NL MVP. Time for today's headlines. First place in the East by two full games coming into the day. Muncie turns on a ball, sends it way up there. How far will it go? Second deck homer on Max Muncie. 23rd of the year is one of the longest ones yet, and it's 5 nothing. All right, good job. And on the same night, Harper had a rough one at the dish. Harper and Rio Miltio. What does those guys combined for uh, over seven, five strikeouts yeah, with those two? Three by Harper on the strikeout. So, yes, the... Uh, the uh, NL MVP race uh, advantage Muncie last night for sure. It, it was. Isn't that amazing? But I will say, it is one of those games where if your player is going to go yard, the guy that you're backing in one of these awards races, like eyeballs were on this game. Phillies come in uh, winning eight consecutive games. A lot of people still assume that the Dodgers are going to pull away in the NL West. Like maybe a little extra pump, uh, but in the end, the numbers are the same. Yeah, and it's remarkable that that Dodgers lineup, Joe, watching it last night, they, they had no Mookie Betts hip issue, no Justin Turner last night. They're batting Cody Bellinger, who has an MVP in his back pocket, yeah. seventh in that lineup. It's a ridiculous offensive team. Okay, so the NL East, we had a suspended game, which will be continued uh, today with the New York Mets. The Nationals and the Mets, they're going to uh, continue that game late this afternoon. And who am I missing? Atlanta. Atlanta had uh, the victory yesterday over the Reds 3-2, to two, so... Philly's still in first, one game up on the Braves, two games up on the Metropolitans. Yeah, and with the Dodgers in Philadelphia, there's a real good chance by the end of the day today, what, we could have three teams separated by a half a game if the Dodgers, who are favorites again tonight, beat the Phillies, because the Mets and Nationals will finish two games before we uh, we come back on the air tomorrow. And the top three teams in the NL West all won, Dodgers, Giants, Padres. Uh, Giants and Padres, nip and tuck there. <laughs> the Giants had a walk-off win on an infield error by Arizona. And uh, the Marlins have now lost five in a row, but you, you assume the Padres win that one. That was a close one-run victory. But in the end, they all win, and you still have that four-game gap at the top for San Francisco. Yeah, and I mentioned this yesterday. It's, become a, it's becoming a math problem for the Dodgers, right? If the Giants can go 500-ish, yep. maybe a game or two over, the Dodgers probably have to play 
you know, 30 and 18 down the stretch now, 30 and 31 and 18 to win this West. It's, it's a lot to ask. Obviously they're good enough to do it. Uh, my winner last night was on Tampa Bay, taking out the Boston Red Sox late. Bubba with two walks. They're loaded. Two gone. One-one pitch. And a line drive up the right field side. Base hit. A Rosarena scores. The ball gets loose in that right field corner. The Rays will score not only a Rosarena, but Franco and Meadows. And the Rays come up with three on that liner in the right and the ball that skipped away. Yeah, and uh, you lose one like that. Talk about math problems as the numbers are dipping and dipping and dipping for the New York Yankees. They might have a math problem themselves. Yeah, it's nice that the Red Sox continue uh, to slide here. But uh, how, how about the Yankees as well, in addition to that race game? The Yankees, uh, they were up at one point, then the bullpen implodes. So now the Yankees are sitting seven games back of the race. Yeah, the Yankees have bullpen issues. Their oldest Chapman's been really kind of bad all year. And now Zach Britton having issues at the back end. You know, when you're a team like the Yankees, when you're a team that's trying to come from behind the Reds, I guess you could put them in the category in the NL. You basically have to play 600 ball for two months if you're going to make that kind of big comeback. So every time you lose to the Royals... That's got to sting. It, it, it stings because, you know, these teams are, are trying to clear a high bar to get to the playoffs. It's um, Cubs swept in the doubleheader against Milwaukee. No surprise there. The Jays and Angels end up splitting their double dips. So uh, any, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that was really no, no, notable from last night? Not really. I mean, Texas had the comeback victory against Seattle. Yippee, their 14-game skid on the road is over. Not much people care about that one. Uh, taking care of Seattle in 10 innings. Anything for you? Uh, here's what I, I saw yesterday. And and part of this was rain delay, rain issues, Joe, the, with the Phillies and the and the Dodgers, the Mets game, a couple yeah. double headers sprinkled in there. But yesterday was the first time in MLB history that every team was action in, in, in action on a day. No starter went at least six innings. And the reason that is interesting. With all is, those games. All those games. The reason it's interesting from, from our perspective is, like when we talk about K props, a lot of that is you need to pitch innings, right? Like you can, once yep. in a while, you can have a pitcher that goes four and he's already at seven or eight. But for the most part, if you're taking a guy with a K prop, you need to get into that fifth, sixth inning, even if he's a big strikeout guy. You you want more, right? You want seven innings. If if I mean this is the first time it happened, but that's pretty remarkable. No pitcher went six innings yesterday. Ninety percent of the time, I'm on unders as far as K props right now, and uh, the last over I bet. It was voided because the game was rained out. But then it got home in game one yesterday. Peralta went over seven and a half. He got eight against this Cubs team. Bunch of minor leaguers that can't stop striking out. And he barely got over. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's always going to be a little, the number a little bit higher than it should be. Look to the unders. And you, you don't have to bet the overs. Yeah, and I think moving forward, that's even, an even better strategy. A couple of reasons, Joe. One, we're, we're waypoint way past where the season ended last year. Right? So these guys got to be tired now. They only went 60 games last year, these pitchers. Now they're in a long season. Second thing is when the rosters expand in September, I think they go to 28 in September from 26, you got more relievers down there. You know those managers will get the itchy trigger finger in the fourth inning, fifth inning. Let's get the bullpen yep. in. Yep. That's Joe G. I'm Joe O. This is BetQL Daily. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, it took me like, it took me way too long to find out where HBO is. 
Because now with the guide, if you're looking for, for a kid show, you there's a button you press for kids. Okay, this these are all the channels. This is what's showing everywhere. If you're looking for sports, okay, here are all the sports. Here's the Major League Baseball and the channels. Here's NBA, all that stuff. It's so easy. It took me way too long to figure out where HBO was because I wanted to watch watch episode one live. I was going to go go to bed right after uh, episode one of Hard Knocks. A few storylines, but uh, let's start with the head coach. You've seen the schedule. 207 days into that Super Bowl. Everything we do is about winning the world championship. Period. That's all matters. And once you hold that trophy up, I'm going to tell you right now, it's heavy in your But when you hold it up, there ain't, there ain't nothing else in this business. And he said it's heavy. It's much heavier than you would expect. How would you know, McCarthy? It's been so long. I know you've done it before. But man, has it been a long time. I was kind of bored. Did you watch Shoji? I saw. I didn't see all of it. I saw some clips uh, as I was going through the end of the Phillies game. But McCarthy, I don't know. Some guys are naturals on this thing. It felt like mm -hmm. McCarthy was not a natural on this thing. But one thing that did stand out to me, and I, maybe it's just camp fodder and just conversation. When McCarthy was talking about Zeke and how good of a shape he's in, and we're not going to run him how up. How fat he was last year. Yeah, well, that. <laughs> and he also said, and this might just be coach speak, but he also said if we have to run him 40 times in a game, we have to run him 40 times in a game. Are we getting a bounce-back season? Are they going to use Zeke more? Are they going to run him to the ground one more time before it's over with him? They hope so. Well, doesn't that make sense? You, look, at I, I don't know if you saw the part where um, – he worked out, Dak did, a lot more than they wanted. And then the next yes. day, they really dialed it back, and Dak was so upset, and he's cursing everybody out. Which well, they have the tracking system, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. You love to see that if you're a Cowboys fan. I would be excited if, if my quarterback was doing that. But um, so they're going to dial. I think just as an organization, the way they're talking, I think we all expect them to dial it back. So if they're a little bit more run-heavy with a healthy offensive line this time around, that wouldn't be the most shocking revelation. No, and and even though the pass game is is the way they sustained offense, I mean, you also, I mean, Mike Lombardi, our guest last week, always talks about complementary football. If they could keep the other team off the field, they have a better chance. I mean, their defense yeah. still is not going to be very good. So if they could run it a little more, I don't know, maybe Zeke Elliott, rushing leader, one more time. We said we were looking for Dak information. We got it like 30 mm -hmm. seconds in. Did you notice that? They knew. HBO knew while we were watching that. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for Dak information. It's like, oh, yeah, kept it under the wraps. Two surgeries. What? Yeah. <laughs> they would have been freaking out in Dallas-Fort Worth if they knew that was happening. Way too long to get to Jerry Jones. I was surprised. It took until, I think, uh, six minutes after the hour until our first shot of Jerry Jones. What do you know? He's holding court at the press conference. And he also was putting salt at one point on a McGriddle. Did you see that? I was fascinated with what he was eating. Is this his routine? Is it a situation like Nick Saban? What does he eat? The little Debbie things? Oh, yeah, the oatmeal I, pies? Yeah, the oatmeal pie. He eats those every day. So I, as I was watching that, and I'm, he's like tapping the salt on I'm like, is he? Is this his routine? The Jerry Jones routine? Same time, every day, he's eating. <laughs> was it a McGriddle? It looked like it. I think it was a McGriddle. You okay. know what? For ne the next episode, delicious. I need more Jerry Jones. <laughs> and I, I need the camera just on him all the time. He's the most... He's the most interesting person on that show by far. I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little forced, but it's cool to see the bond between Dak and Zeke. Uh, they're like best friends, drafted the same year. So that, that was interesting. Mike McCarthy's just a cheese ball, man. Like, <laughs> it was just so forced. With, <laughs> did you see the mojo moment thing? Yes. Yes. That was lame. Bro, the, that movie's like 24 years old. 
Well, I mean, McCar- these guys are 24. Do they all even get the reference? Well, think about McCarthy. McCarthy's success in the NFL is, a, is over a decade old. It's like right. the, the Cowboys went and hired Mike McCarthy hoping he could recalibrate what he used to do in Green Bay. And I don't know, man. He, he, Mike McCarthy jumping on the scene and becoming one of the NFL's best young coaches, that was a long time ago now. Like, where were you in 2006? Because I know I was not here in 2006. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, overreaction. After watching that, do you feel better about over or under nine and a half? Under. I, I, I think the more I watch, <laughs> here, here's what's going to happen. I, I, I hope you're ready for this. Yeah. The Giants have issues. We'll talk about them in the NFC East uh, breakdown later. We already went over Washington. Dallas, I'm going to. I gonna hate feel, them all. I'm going to feel worse and worse. And you know, I'm going to sit here and try to convince you that the value in this division is on the Eagles, who won four games last year at plus 470. This division is a train wreck again. Somebody, okay, so usually the conversation is like when we're talking about the NFC West, well, the losses have to go somewhere. In the NFC East, the wins have to go somewhere. I don't know where the wins are going. I'm down on Dallas. I'm down on Washington. Uh, I don't know why people are high on Daniel Jones. As you mentioned, we'll get to that later on. And and you've got the head coach who's never called plays before with Nick Sirianni. I mean, the wins have to go somewhere. I just have no idea where they're going. Eight and nine, NFC Everybody? champion. Everyone, four-way tie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do there. Uh, anything else? Uh, NBA, I guess. I did watch like five minutes of the summer league because my Twitter was going wild about, about Io. Yes, Jake, Io. I, I Apparently, he had a really good run there in the Bulls game. But Green and Cum- Cunningham are going head-to-head. Yeah, that going on. The Lakers introduced Russell Westbrook. Starting to hear more and more people be positive about this. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, you know when Russell Westbrook will be good? When LeBron needs three weeks off during the season. He, he can r- go 40 minutes a night. In the playoffs, it's not going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, if they're dealing with – that is a fair point. If they are dealing with another situation like this past season when LeBron and AD are both off the court at the same time, like, okay, your ball, tire time, go ahead, lead us. Give us those uh, heavy minutes in the triple-double. Do that thing for us while we're out. Yeah, he's a regular season player. When you get to yeah. the playoffs, that's when his issues come out. Are you back for episode two of Hard Knocks? Oh, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll watch again. I, I'll watch. I don't know that I need to watch it live. You're not going to carve out the time and find HBO Max this time? No, I, I watched it. I, channel 186.5. It took me way too long. There was a terrible movie on before. I saw the final five minutes of that, so I didn't miss any of it. But uh, yeah, I'll watch, but I don't know that I need to watch it live. Joe O, Joe G, this is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we'll do a two-minute drill on the National Football League. So keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. From the gridiron, to the court, to the ice, to your wallet. BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. With Joe O and Joe Gillio. 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network.